let's see. Here we go. It's working well. Welcome into the Real Underrated Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Holiday. With me, as always, is Mr. Timothy Beckman. What's up, everybody? We are back from our long hiatus. Two and a half months worth. It's a pandemic hiatus, kind (laughs) of. I mean... So this is like our pandemic special. Well, I mean, we've done a couple. I mean, we did the one over Skype, or we did two over Skype, and like... And then two in person. Yeah, and it's just... I don't know. There's uh, it, It's been hard with this pandemic. I mean, everything's just going crazy. It's just hard to meet up and get shit done. However, it makes it an awesome time to actually watch movies and get some content down. I've been watching a lot of content. Have you? I didn't know. Like When I talked to you the other day, it didn't seem like you were watching anything. I was like, hey, have you seen this? You're like, no, I haven't. Well, like, so I, I mean, I've seen a lot in like the last few months, but a lot of the stuff that I've been watching is a lot of YouTube stuff. Because I've been paying attention to a lot to their different content and everything like that and kind of what's going on. and Not Wayne. I'm sorry? Wayne. Wayne. Oh, did you not? Oh, you didn't watch that. Oh, yeah. I, I know yeah. what you're talking about. No, I never watched it. Um, and then YouTube originals disappeared, like, instantaneously. Yeah. Surprise. Google cut off something before it had legs. Well, I mean, like, they, they still make some stuff. It's just... Much lower budget. Though. Oh, yeah. Because they were, they were trying to go for the HBO Max, you know, Netflix kind of thing. Like, oh, we have originals. And well, yeah, they were trying like, to be Netflix. Care. I mean, like, Cobra Kai was probably their best, the biggest success that they had, and then they ended up selling it to Netflix. And Right, and same thing with Wayne. I think Wayne is prime, though, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's prime video for season two. It's on Amazon now? I think so. I I couldn't tell you for sure because I didn't care for that show. It had a cool soundtrack. That was about it. That was the only thing that kept me interested in that show. But no, I mean, I've been I've been watching a lot. I watched uh, quite a few things that have been coming out on Netflix. Um, You know, I watched uh, the Queen's Gambit. I I told you about uh, it. Yeah, I did not watch it. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's fine. It's it's not. You said, "Hey, man, if you're smart, you'd watch this." And I was like, "I'm not smart though." So you would still enjoy it. Because it's not... It's, it's not comedy, though, right? It's drama? It, it, it's drama. I still think you could you could enjoy it. But, like, you know, the the pretense of it is it's about chess. It's about... It's a fictional story. I want to put that out there because too many people think it's a real story. It's a fictional story of the first ever female grandmaster chess master. And it, it it's essentially about like her early life how she came from being an orphan and real quick is it fictional because she's a woman and no woman's actually ever one i'm not because the way sure. you the way you said it you're like it's a fictional it's fictional it's fictional about the first woman that ever won and i was so, like jeez <laughs> no well i don't know it it hasn't it didn't happen by the time the book that came out this story's based on and the book came out in the 80s and the time placement of the entire show takes place in the late 60s. And they're talking about, you know, how it's part of the Cold War. Very similar to the uh, uh, chess movie that they had with uh, Tobey Maguire when he played Bobby Fish. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway. I, I could see Tobey Maguire playing a chess player, but go on. Yeah. But anyway, uh, they... they the reason why I want to stress that it's fictional is everybody who's watching this is trying to say it's, you know, it, it this is a true story, blah, 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 but it's a fictional character that they're doing this whole thing over. So what's like Titanic? Titanic happened. Right. What they're telling is not true. Right. Um, but the story itself, it deals a lot with chess. Like there, there's a little conversations about it and whatnot where, you know, if you know what chess is and how kind of the game operates, you kind of understand what they're talking about. Me. But chess champion, dude. outside of that, it's really the story about her and how she deals with 
being a woman in a man's chess game? No, the the actual story that they're trying to tell is how the difference between genius and madness. How it is so classic that there are so many great minds, geniuses that end up going crazy. And it's her battle with trying to not be crazy. But is she crazy? Is that a spoiler? No, she's not crazy. She just um she 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 has a super addictive personality and she ends up getting addicted to tranquilizers. Nice. And um, and the reason why she got addicted to them is because they were giving the giving them to her in the orphanage that she grew up. They gave them to all the kids, and she would get clarity by taking the tranquilizers to the point where she would be able to think out chess matches in her head, and that's what she gravitated to because being in an orphanage, her mother died and whatnot. It's real sad, but she gravi- she gravitated towards chess because it was so controlled, and the way she puts it in the movie is. It's a world of 64 squares that I can control. Right. And that's how she looks at chess. And so when she would take these tranquilizers, it gave her mind the clarity to actually think it out without actually having a board in front of her. And so she could have these chess messages in her head, which made her become better and better at chess. So the real enjoyable part about the entire thing for me is the characters that they create that support her are awesome characters. Albeit, some of them are kind of crazy i wouldn't say crazy they're kind of bitches (laughs) because they they portray like all the men that she beats as kind of bitches they're all of of course because she has to be the hero of the story right which i mean like i get it what's like when they redid annie you know unnecessarily they're like oh we have to make annie black and then of course the one white person that was in it was the bad guy Mm -hmm. so similar thing just with the sexes yeah I mean, like, they have they had a decent male character. The, I mean, like, the best character in the movie, I think, was the Russian that she was supposed to beat. He was the grandmaster that nobody could beat. Nobody had beaten in, like, 40 years. He was just amazing. And he actually had a really good character. Very slow to develop, and it took all six episodes to really flesh out his character as well. Oh, it's only six episodes long. Yeah, it's, it's a mini-series. Like, it's like Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's like six hours of content. Right. Um. So, I mean, like, it's a decent watch, and I... I mean, I binged the whole thing in one sitting. I thought it was so good I couldn't put it down. Like, it was that good of a show. Well, see, and that's what uh, <clears throat> I keep trying to avoid spoilers online for The Mandalorian because I'm doing that same thing. I got to wait for all the episodes to come out mm-hmm. so I can just binge it in one day or you know, a couple days. I mean, I've only had one spoiler so far. See, I'm, I'm trying not to, like, literally, because uh, I think you even brought it up. You're like, oh, did you see who they brought back? And I was like, no, don't tell me. Don't say anything. <laughs> Yeah, that was the spoiler. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, uh, yeah, that's not cool. But um, <clears throat> And I actually asked some questions on that spoiler, too, to somebody who's watching the show. And I was happy to when I found out that they actually support the lore of Star Wars with them. Like, it's a clone. Hmm? It's a clone. No. Oh, no. okay. I was going to say Star Wars is about clones, man. You know? No. It, it's, 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 a, it's a character that you know from Star Wars that they brought into The Mandalorian, and I'm happy that they... Um, Stuck to not only what is already there from the trilogies. Is it fan service, like, through and through? Or does he actually have a purpose? I don't know. I haven't watched the show. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, you got that spoiled for you also. Gotcha. Um, I'm not not watching the show yet. Yeah. Are you doing what I'm doing? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I tried to do the same thing with the boys, and (laughs) that didn't work out for me. Yeah, you still have a couple episodes. I'm I so still sorry, have the majority dude. of the episodes. I've only oh, I watched the first said, three. Oh, you've only watched the first three. I thought you still had three. No. Okay, so let's talk about, real quick, because I, I had to 
think about this because you're the only person that I know that watched this show. I don't know if you were still watching, but I finished. You actually introduced me to the show, and I finished at the true ending at the end of season five. But did you see the finale to uh, Supernatural? I was going to say Superstore, but Supernatural. I have not, no. Have you heard anything about it? No. Okay, because apparently people are not up, like not very happy with like the ending. They're just like it's just kind of they gave them two hours of just another episode of Supernatural. Apparently. But I mean that's what was going to happen, and, and that's no, because season five ended perfectly. Well, I, and I agree with you. Season five. I mean, the first five seasons of that show are complete, and they tell the story that they wanted to tell. And outside of that, they tried to build upon the world that they already created to create bigger and better stories. The problem with that, and we see it in almost every single show that goes well beyond its run, is you can't end it well. Right. You, you can't give the send-off that you want to give. And a lot of the reason was why the send-off happened the way it did is because Jensen Ackles and, uh, I'm going to forget his name, Moose. Jensen Ackles um, is the only one that matters. And they, they both decided they didn't, they, didn't want to, they didn't want to do the show anymore. Oh, really? That's how they had to end it? Yeah. I mean, they did for 15 years. They're like, hey, we're moving on to bigger, better things. Yeah. <laughs> Jensen Ackles, I mean, he's going on to be in The Boys Season 3. Yeah. He's playing Soldier Boy. That's his name, right? Yeah, you're right. Soldier Boy. Yes. I, I, for some reason, you it's know. It's not the lamplighter. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. he should. That would be the stupidest thing. Oh, he's, you don't know. They've already revealed who the lamplighter is in Season 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, is he alive still? You can say it. No, he dies hard in season two by his own hand. It's uh, Iceman. Is it a flashback? It's Iceman from X-Men. No, he was alive. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. Sorry, he was alive. They found him and they're like, hey, we're trying to get, you know, screw over the spoiler. Seven. Spoiler for. Yeah, uh, sorry, sorry. Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler for alert. the boys if you haven't seen it. Um, they're like, yeah, we're trying to screw over the seven and go. Well, I mean, there's not even seven of them anymore. But basically like, hey, get us into this building. He's like, yeah, I can get you into that building or we'll die on non arriving at the door and they're like why he's like well it just depends if my handprint's still in the system he goes if it is we're in if not we're gonna die and they're like all right like that's the only thing we have so they go to the building and he puts his hand on there and he's like yep they didn't erase me and then they go in there and then he's like this is the room this is where i was a part of the seven and then he just fucking lights up his lighter and just sets himself on fire and just dies and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> he just wanted to commit suicide in in the room i was like okay well that was interesting character thank you for introducing me to him i'm i guess i'm okay with that i'm sure you know watching it it's a little bit more shocking and like it's interesting but it's, it's not it's really like you you kind of feel his character he's he's all he's depressed he hates that he was kicked out of the seven and he hates the stuff that he had to do um because like he was like the hitman you know what i mean he was the right. lesser person they were like hey go fucking catch this orphanage on fire or whatever mm -hmm. and he's the reason that um mallory's grandkids yeah, yes, got killed got killed Yes, but it's not his fault, kind of. So that's the fun part. And then, well, so from from the comic book side, because I know I know the whole series pretty well from the comic books. The reason why Mallory's kids got killed was because the boys ended up going after the seven, and it got to the point where they ended up calling a truce with each other. And Lamplighter was not cool with them calling a truce because he wanted to kill them. And so, to get back at him, Lamplighter followed him back to the hotel that they were staying at and followed him to Mallory's grandkids and then killed Mallory's grandkids to send a message to the boys. Yeah, that's not the case. Okay. You want me to tell you real quick? Go ahead. More spoilers care. real quick. Um, <clears throat> so, he was going to kill Mallory, 
didn't know the grandkids were there until after he heard them screaming and then he couldn't really do anything at that point and felt like shit about it. And then he was the, um, he's now a, uh, or during the season, he's a controller of people with special skills. They have like this madhouse of people they're trying to create to be evil, like the next big supervillain kind of mm-hmm. thing. And uh, he's the guy that goes around and is like, okay, time to take your pills, buddy. And he's like, I, I don't think I can take my pills anymore. He's like, no, you're going to fucking take your pills or I'm going <laughs> to light this little Zippo real quick and <laughs> show you what I'm all about. Um, that is one thing I was upset about because it was almost like directly taken from X-Men with Pyro. Like mm-hmm. they have to have a source of flame to be able to use their powers. And I'm like, that's kind of fucking lame. Well, he had a lantern. Okay, but he didn't have the lantern in right because he, yes. he wasn't trying to be the lamplighter <laughs> right but it was just it was dumb to me i was like so ice people can just freeze people with the moisture in the air you know which is always here mm-hmm. but fire people have to have an open flame <laughs> like a spark to be able to shoot some flames out i mean it kind of makes sense to, to an extent because i mean you can't really ignite the moisture in the air well, it'd be cool if they like combined somebody that was uh, a fire like their power was fire with someone like the flash so they could just like rub their fingers really fast and create friction and then, <laughs> then shoot some fire i think that'd be kind of cool i mean it could work yeah it would work it would work i'm telling you right now it'd work i mean they could do what i mean i know you don't care for anime but like of my hero academia no i was gonna say uh full metal alchemist they had a guy that had ignition gloves so when he snapped it would create uh, a spark yeah see and it worked right mm-hmm that guy was probably a badass, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he was one of the biggest. He was also useless in the rain because once his gloves got wet, he couldn't create a spark. <laughs> yeah, but that's that, that. That's the weak. It's like Pokemon cards. You know what I mean? You see in the bottom right corner what their weakness is. Yeah, that was his weakness is water. He ended up using a lighter actually in that for one scene because he didn't have what his gloves. It? He just uses the flint. He doesn't actually create a flame. He just oh, he just sparks it and then gotcha. But yeah. Um, there was one thing you see, you had brought up, uh, John Cena before. So I don't know if you've heard of this thing. Uh, I had brought up HBO max specifically for this, uh, cause I talked about justice league, but, um, have you ever heard of tour de pharmacy? No, no. Right. I'm assuming it's a documentary talking about the, it's a mockumentary of talking about the steroid use of the people that were in the tour de France. Yes. But the cast is ridiculous. So it's got Andy Samberg in it. John Cena, uh, Freddie High, uh, Highmore, the one, for, yeah, the one that that uh, Johnny Depp was like, this is the next me. He's, mm-hmm. he's going to be an amazing actor. Um, but it also had Lance Armstrong, Mike Tyson, like all these different people, like talking about the like, oh yeah, everybody was juicing. It just shows John Cena like hugest shit on a bike. <laughs> like I had never seen. It's like an hour long or something like that. But I'm like, I want. How did I not hear about this? It came out in like 2017. Well, I mean, they've done a lot of those mockumentaries, especially with Andy Samberg. I mean, he did the uh, one about the uh, Bash Brothers. Yeah, they, <laughs> that was a weird. <laughs> no, but that that was just like a prolonged music video. <laughs> it was didn't just like a didn't weird he thing. also do that one with Shia LaBeouf where they were tennis players? Uh, Borg, whatever. Something remember. versus Borg, but no, that, that was a. I think that was a serious movie, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I didn't watch it. So. I saw the commercial, and I'm pretty sure it was a serious movie. And I, I like, I like Shia. I love Shia, right? And the movies I've seen him in, I think he's a phenomenal actor. Besides Transformers, that we'll just take that one out of there, uh, and the Even Stevens movie. Um, so I, I love him, but I'm not going to see a movie because Shia is in it, right? Like, there's very few not actors. Anymore. Not anymore. 
I mean, like for me, like now might he, be the reason to go because he's he's like really honed in his acting skills. Man. He he has, but he hasn't created enough of that like following. Yeah, I mean, because he had that real big fall off when he went crazy for a few months. I'm not famous. <laughs> still, like, it's weird re- that he, I still weird that he rented a room and people lined up for him to just to have a sack on his face. They got to sit across the table from Shia LaBeouf mm-hmm. and then just ask him questions and he would just sit there silently i still bring that up to people and people don't know what i'm talking about and i'm like how do you not know about this like this was like big news when it happened well and it it happened after joaquin phoenix so i thought it was going to be like that you know what i mean because like joaquin phoenix like i remember i think you showed me you were like dude joaquin phoenix just like got rid of acting he's gonna be a rapper now and i'm like what (laughs) it was all for that movie yeah it was literally (laughs) all for i'm still here and i'm like why (laughs) But yeah, so I thought it was going to be like that, and it just didn't happen. He just started making movies again, and people were like, hey, Shia, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but no, yeah, I'm not watching a movie because Shia LaBeouf is in it, so I didn't. I wasn't interested in the tennis movie, mm-hmm. unless it was like Dodgeball, but it's not. So I was like, nah, I'm a hard pass on that one. Yeah. But you can see the difference between Shia, <clears throat> even in his movies. So if you look at his acting from... Indiana Jones and Kingdom of a Crystal Skull and and um, Eagle Eye to Lawless. Like, just those. It's a huge difference in yeah. his, his skill. So, like, he, he's become, like, an amazing actor. I mean, I we liked him way back in Holes, and I still watch Holes. We, you didn't like Holes? I'm not. A, I was never a huge fan of Holes. Oh, like my you God. Were. Holes is so good. It's such a good movie. It's okay. Okay. I'm going to tear down one of your childhood movies eventually, if I ever find out what they are. I never had a childhood, so. <laughs> Shut up. Um, oh, God. I'm trying to think of who would be the actor. Like, Adam Sandler, obviously, for me. Like, do you have an actor that, like, their movie comes out? I think yours is more directors. Probably. You're, like, seriously, uh, not the Fairley Brothers, with the um, uh, Coen Brothers. Anytime the Coen Brothers have a movie, you're like, hey, bro. You see the new Coen Brothers movie? I'm like, no, dude, I have not seen the new Coen Brothers movie. Coen Brothers would be one. Guy Ritchie is another one for me. Um, I love Guy Ritchie movies. Name a couple. I can't think. He was Snatch, uh, Rock Uh, and Rolla. Okay, yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, not not up my alley, basically. Sherlock Holmes is okay. The second one, I couldn't. It's like they got harder accents. I was like, what? Yeah. I mean. Every time you say Guy Ritchie, though, I think of... uh, is it Guy Pierce? Probably. I am the Mandarin. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to think of. I was trying to think of any quote. Oh, uh, John G. You yeah, know, raped yeah. and killed my wife. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't <laughs> gonna say the whole quote, but that's fine. Uh, but yes. Uh, <laughs> so anytime you say Guy Ritchie, I think of Guy Pierce. I am the Mandarin. Yeah. I am the Mandarin. Then whack and got killed by a girl. Sean, I was talking to my brother the other day, and he brought that up to me. He said, yeah, I watched uh, Iron Man 1 and 2, and then I was like, you know what? I'll watch Iron Man 3. Why not? And I'm like, you know, I think I've only seen that movie twice. Oh, I love Iron Man 3. I know you do. <laughs> like, it has its problems, but what movie doesn't? Because people think that Iron Man 2 is the worst of the of the three, and I'm like, dude, I liked Iron Man 2. I, I enjoy Iron Man 2 more than I do Iron Man 1. Iron Man one because like I don't I don't care for seeing the superhero become the superhero. I want to see their two sides and that's it. I want to see 
what they do in their personal life and what they do as the hero. I can't stand the rise. Like, that's why I hate Dark Knight Rises, because you have to see him become Batman twice. And I'm like, holy shit, I don't care. Because, like, they had the whole thing with Catwoman breaking in. I mean, that's not the only problem with Dark Knight Rises. But... <laughs> yeah, Batman fighting in midday. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you could have a problem with me. And I was just like, why? how do they not see him go into that crowd of thugs? <laughs> like, where did he come from? He's a ninja. I guess with a cape. It's just, it was it was frustrating to watch that movie because Bane was just horribly, I wouldn't even say miscast. It's no, just, Tom Hardy was a great casting for it. It was just the... Him not being the actual bad guy. Well, the change you made to Bane's character, A, I think was a big problem because that's not who Bane is at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't, I'm not going to defend Batman and Robin forever, <laughs> okay? Like, but that Bane at least... Yeah, he was a Mexican luchador wrestler. He he looked like one. I don't think that was his backstory. But yeah, I don't think so either because he was like a little scrawny guy. Yeah, him? yeah. So he looked like he looked the part. So I have no problem with it. But like when you change his entire character and kind of who he is a little bit, because I I don't think that like making Bane a pawn is a great idea. Because right, Bane is a strong enough villain on his own. And they did it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Both times he's been on the For big some screen. reason, Warner Brothers is like, fuck this guy. Nah, Bane can't, can't lead. Well, nah. and it, it was so frustrating. At least with the other one, you had a Batman villain that was well-known, Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. And she was the... And Mr. Freeze. The mastermind. Well, but she was the mastermind for Bane. Yeah. And it was like, okay, fine. She's the bad guy. And then Mr. Freeze was just a, a helpless romantic that wanted to save his wife. Like, that that's what it, that movie boiled down to, right? They yeah. were like, oh, we don't like this guy, but we get it. Poison Ivy's just a bitch. Bane's just the the muscle. Mm-hmm. And then this one, uh, in The Dark Knight Rises, it was like, Bane's the bad guy. Look at all this terrible stuff he's doing. Psych. <laughs> like, like, he just died. And, and, I mean, and he's just, the hopeless romantic. <laughs> yes. And he's, he's the hopeless romantic. They just they took <laughs> Mr. Freeze and him and put him together. They were like, we need a crazy accent mm-hmm. <laughs> and a white guy. We need somebody who can't understand you. Okay. Right. That, that's the most important part. Okay. <laughs> Nobody can understand you. Time to freeze. Mm-hmm. And then I'm telling you right now, if I ever meet Arnold Schwarzenegger, I am asking him <laughs> what <laughs> killed the dinosaurs. <laughs> the Ice <laughs> Age. Um <laughs> I, you first know, question. I would ask him first, I would ask him, can we light up a cigar together? Because, you know, he would absolutely say, yes, you're already in his friendship circle. And then you go, what's your biggest regret when it comes to making a movie? Is it is it Batman and Robin? I wouldn't say so. I don't think it's the worst movie he's ever made. What would be? Like, I mean, besides like his early, like you can't say, uh, what is it, Hercules in New York or whatever. Yeah, and I can't say the villain either. Um Cause like the last stand wasn't bad for what it was all the terminators he's been in hasn't been his fault that it's been bad because like terminator one and two obviously for everybody it's classics but i like terminator three it was fine and then they should have just stopped and that would have been nobody would have had a problem with it we would have had fond memories because like look at a uh, star wars one through three everyone hated them on the release every single one of them right now people are like, oh, those are better than what Disney made. I'm like, they're not. They're not at all. But you can have the fond memories. So had they stopped the Terminator 3, I think that that trilogy would have been 
hailed as one of the better trilogies. Like Back to the Future. Back to the Future Part 3 is the well, worst. Well, I, mean, I, think, I think Terminator 3 is a very weak movie. I think you stop at T2, personally. Okay, but that's fine. But I'm saying, had they just stopped at 3, I yeah. think you look at it as a solid trilogy. Just like the Dark Knight trilogy, weak third act, right? Really weak. Back to the Future, really weak third act. First two are good. Third one just falls off a cliff. But the trilogy as a whole is fine. They're still making another Terminator, aren't they? I'm sure they are. The Dark Fate failed hard, mm-hmm. and uh, it wasn't bad. I watched it the other day. I don't yeah. know if I told you this. No. I watched it because I was like, uh, it was on, uh, I think it was on Prime. And uh, I picked it up, and I was watching it, and I was like, this isn't terrible. Like, they pushed a lot of feminist stuff that was like, okay, we get it. Like, you're a woman. You're going to be the savior of the stuff. But overall, like, it wasn't bad at all. Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, great. Like, he, uh, do you know about it at all? So the beginning of the movie, they have a very, very convincing uh, young John Connor and Sarah Connor, and they're like in the Bahamas, just off the grid, and he just walks out of the ocean and just fucking shoots a couple loads into uh, John Connor's chest and then just walks off, but he has no purpose now. Mm -hmm. So he starts to like gain feelings, and so he finds this woman that is like a single mom, and uh, they struck up some kind of thing where... He just helps her out. Like he goes to work nine to five, does his thing, comes home, like has like a little wood cabin and stuff like that. And they go to find, and uh, he felt bad about what he did to John. He realized how a mother would feel or how a parental figure would feel if they lost their child. Cause he's now watching this kid. And uh, so he started texting Sarah coordinates for where Terminators were going to be landing so she could go take them out. That was his, like, retribution. And I was Mm -hmm. like, that's pretty cool. But then when they go to the coordinates that is sending her the text messages and she finds him, she goes fucking nuts because that's who killed her son. He's like, I'm sorry I killed John Connor, you know. (laughs) I'm like, dude, this is great. So it wasn't bad. Um, I think the the guy got uh, the one that plays the um, Patrick Stewart. Who plays Liquid Terminator in T2? Something Patrick. Sean Patrick? No. Robert Robert Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, there we go. I was like, what is his name? So, Robert Patrick. They got a guy that... um, Looked like him? Similar to... Like, he had the similar um, thing. Because they they did the the look like him in... um, Fuck, what is the other one's name? Genesis. Uh, yeah, Genesis. So they had the lookalike in that, where it's just like an Asian guy that kind of looked like Robert Patrick. Mm-hmm. And in this one, they were like, let's get a very similar Mexican version of this. But he was actually pretty badass. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie, because he had the uh, the split. He had the exoskeleton and the liquid metal. So he was both. So he could just like split off and be two people at once. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it wasn't bad. I don't know how the hell we got to this. Arnold Schwarzenegger somehow. I am. I mean, like, it, it was just never a movie I was going to watch just because of how bad Genesis was. And I'm not even saying Genesis was a terrible movie. It's just Genesis had no substance because they gave it all away in the trailer. Yeah. And, the, well, they did the same thing with... Uh, Dark Fate? Uh, no. Um, Salvation. Salvation. Where they were like, what are you? And he's like, I'm human. He's like, you think you're human? And then it shows him down. I'm like, well, thanks for giving away the biggest spoiler in the whole movie. Right. Uh, and don't be wrong, had you watched the movie, Salvation, you find out in the first five minutes that he's going to be experimented on. So, you know, you would have found it out. But I'm like, don't show it in the trailer. Right. And then they did the same thing with Genesis. So like, oh, John Connor's a robot. And it was kind of pointless. Like you said, it was just like, why? There was no substance to it. There's no reasoning behind it. 
besides like the shock factor, but the shock factor is gone because you showed it in the trailer. And is the, it the same actress playing Sarah Connor in that one? In in Dark Fate? Yeah, the original. Amelia Clark? Or no, no, it's no, no, no. Linda it's, Hamilton. Yeah, Linda Hamilton. And she is the worst part of the whole thing because she's just like a butchy bitch mm. the entire movie. Like it, it's really painful to watch her just be a bitch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like she lost her son and that's all she's thought about for the last fucking 40 years or whatever. Um, but it was, it was unnecessary. I thought everybody else in it was fine, but, uh, yeah. Cause like, if you go between those two, both of them tried to rewrite what happened in Terminator. Like both of them try to be like, okay, these didn't happen, but now this is happening. Oh, this one didn't happen. Now this one's happening. I'm like, you got to stop doing that. You can do that once. Mm-hmm. Halloween did it apparently successfully. Good for them. Uh, who else has tried that shit where they're just like, oh, those movies don't fucking count. Someone else did it recently. What do you mean? They, those movies don't count. Where they where they have like 80 movies in a series like Halloween did. And then they're like, oh, the only one that actually matters is the first two. Mm-hmm. And then after that, after, you know, whatever, he didn't actually get blown up or whatever the fuck happened. Oh. Not a big Halloween fan. Me either. <laughs> I like Mike Myers, the like the cool, like the... I like the idea of the character, yeah. Right. I think, I think it's a good character. But, but the movie's just fucking went off the rails. Because it's a slasher. It's like Freddy Krueger. Well, you see, my problem is I just don't get that into horror movies, really. Like That, that is fair, yeah. I mean... Well, I like the fun ones. Like, H2O, uh, H2O was not a horror movie. That was like a fun slasher. Yeah. Well, like, so... Um, and this is what I'll probably catch a lot of flack for. But I watched the movie Hereditary. Um um, and that was like a few months ago when I watched that. And honestly, like, I thought it was bad. I thought the script on it was fucking terrible. I, I, I did not like any of the dialogue. The interactions between the characters didn't make all that much sense to me. But it didn't matter because the story they were trying to tell is what is pure evil. And, like, I, I just didn't care because you didn't give me anything to actually care about these characters for. I didn't, I didn't care about a single character in the entire movie. You know, I always think about that. Like, uh, when we eventually finally actually make our short film, <laughs> like, One day. well, it's going to happen. All right. We might be 80. Fuck it. All right. It'll happen. But it's going to happen. But literally, when we make it, you have to think about all the different stuff. Because, like, you have different people. And, like, th- this would be just me and you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's two people. So I'm thinking about the shots that I can get, and you're thinking about the characters, right? Yeah. So you put those together. And you have a good story, you know, it visually is appealing. You know what I mean? It's not crazy, you know, whatever. But then you get to these productions that have hundreds of people's input. And it's like, how did you guys forget about the story? How did you forget about this? Like, um, God, there was a movie. Um, oh, uh, King of Staten Island. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I thought everybody's acting was fantastic in it. Um like Bill Burr, I actually really, I, I like he had a big role, but he just had to play himself, so it worked really well. Right. Um, but that's all that Bill Burr, Bill Burr can do, really. Right. But it it worked because I was I was like worried because uh, in the trailer they show him having a prominent role, and I was like, oh. And I watched it, and you know how a character, like the main character, has to be likable, right, for you to root for them to get to their. Right. I mean, classic underdog stuff. Like, right. Well, you want to get behind him. They went too far. So, like, he's tattooing kids and fucking, like, abandoned uh, woods and shit like that. Like, there's, like, used to be, like, a park or whatever. And this kid walks up to him and they're like, oh, you want a tattoo? And I'm like, are you just going to tattoo a kid? Like, they robbed a place. 
And I was just like, okay, you're making him too bad for me to care about his redemption. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, I get it. He's a shithead, but like, those are too high of a bad crime. You know what I mean? It's not like he like shoplifted because he didn't have any money. Well, I mean, and, and two, like, not to cut you off, no, but no, like, like the other thing that like is a classic th- problem that I see in movies is you, they go too far to show you rather than just tell you. Right. And if you if, tell you, you can use your imagination y- to kind of film. Like, if, instead of showing him tattooing kids, and then they just said, "Yeah, you remember that time you tattooed that kid?" Or like, "You need to quit going to the woods and tattooing kids," or right. whatever it is. Saying it makes it a lot less worse than actually showing you it, and then that that is so true when it comes to portraying bad people. Like, I, I've been thinking about this a lot uh, lately, in regards to like how how is it that they spend these millions and millions of dollars on these movies. And they can end up bad. Right. That's what I'm saying. They go through so many people's hands. It's like, how did that person just keep passing on? And and the reason why I think it is, is because you become... So, for instance, let's go back to Terminator real quick. We've been talking about Linda Linda Hamilton being just a complete butch bitch like the whole entire time. On paper, that sounds like a great idea. Right, like a total badass, yeah. ready to go out. Sounds like a great idea. But in reality, when you actually show it, it's not pleasing to see. Yeah, because there's, there's no character progression for her at right. all. Like, literally, throughout the entire thing, like, the only character progression is she starts to trust Arnold Schwarzenegger at the end. You right. know what I mean? I'm like, wow, you guys did that already in T2. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we didn't need to see that again. But, and, and that's that's the point of all these movies, is I don't care who it is, what you're doing, when you do the badass OP main protagonist, okay, right. classically when it's portrayed by a man usually, they don't have much progression. They don't really change. They just keep on doing their thing. They knock the shit out of whoever they need to. End of movie, right? Fair. But those are B movies. Right. Those, those, don't, those movies don't really sell a whole lot. They're, they're fond memories when you look back at the 80s and 90s because guess what? Nobody was really making good stuff. Right. You had Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, all these guys just making the same thing just with their face instead of the other yeah. person's face. I mean, like, so taking Sylvester Stallone, you watch Rocky, okay? Rocky, on one hand, is a real good story about progression. You're seeing him change. You're seeing him develop who he is and becoming a better person. However, that might fall off a little bit in Rocky 4 and 3 just because Rocky 4 is all about let's defeat the Russians and 3 is mostly about him re- re-remembering who he's supposed to be. Hey, you're Rocky. Like, let's do it. But then you take the flip side of that and you go to somebody like Rambo. <laughs> Rambo has no progression. Boom, it's a war zone. Ra- Rambo is just there like, oh, those are bad guys? I'm going to go kill those bad guys. Yeah, that- his his progression in all the movies would be... Actually, no, I still haven't seen the latest one. I forgot that there was another one after the one I saw. I'm not going to watch it. Well, I saw Rambo, mm-hmm. uh, not Final Blood or whatever the fuck they called it, Last Blood or whatever. Um, Last Blood again. Uh, <laughs> um, but Rambo, just the one that's named Rambo. Like, blog blog. Well, he, his progression was, I'm going to kill everybody. I'm going to get the award for most on-screen deaths. And then I get to retire to my Montana house that's been in my family that for some reason I haven't been back to this entire time. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's the progression. That's fine. So we get to see Rambo have a happy ending. But I'm like, so he went through four movies just being this ultimate killer. Like, we know, because, you know, movies are super. Everything has to be above and beyond. Yeah. It's exaggerated. Know, right. Because we know in real life. You take one man's life, you might be fucked up for life mentally. 
this guy is taking hundreds, if not thousands of lives, depending on what we haven't seen off screen. Mm-hmm. And then he's just going to retire to Montana. And apparently he doesn't because he came back for the last one, which is the last one, you know. And I hate when they do that shit, too, because then 20 years from now they go, oh, Rambo's in his 80s, but he's still got a, you know. Right. Um, and it, it's frustrating because I think they're making another Rocky, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm like, don't. Don't. Just continue with Creed like you have. And that's fine. I don't honestly, I don't want another Creed. See, I never saw Creed 2. I saw Creed. Creed and I 2 it was, great. was great. Was it? Yeah. It, it very, I mean, obviously, they, they go the Ivan Drago storyline, but it's not oh, yeah, so it's much. Oh, yeah, the son or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But it's not so much like America versus the Russians. It's <laughs> just against the bad guy from it's like, Rocky's Yo, past. your dad killed my dad. Right. And um, I'm going to beat the shit out of you in this ring. Okay. Right. Let's do it. And it, it was a really good movie. I don't really see. It was Carl Weathers, right? Well, yeah, it was his dad. Okay. It was Apollo Creed. I was trying to remember. I was just like looking at it and like I had a blank face and I'm like, it's not Mike Tyson. That's for sure. <laughs> because Mike Tyson would have won. But like, I, I don't see them. I don't have enough faith in them to create a good villain for three. And I think it would be awful if they do almost the exact same storyline and bring back Mr. T. Yeah. And just keep doing the same. That thing. would be awful. But would, would you expect anything more from them? Real? Cause like they know, I, and I get it. It's a profit-making thing. And don't don't give me flack for saying this, but I like when directors make movies for themselves, i.e. Kevin Smith. I know that his movies have fallen off uh, in terms of quality, but he's not just making them to make a profit. He's making them for fan service. He's making them for himself to be like, hey, look, these are all my friends. we got to make a movie together. Look how much fun. Mm-hmm. Compared to the other side, you have stuff like Rambo or something like that. They're like, Hey, Sylvester, you down on money? He's like, yeah, I could really use some money right now. And they're like, okay, let's go make this movie and make up a hundred plus million dollars, depending on what it is. And a lot of people will do it. And it sucks because I can't say if I was in their position that I wouldn't do it, you know, but it sucks that that's what Hollywood has become. It's not about creativity. It's about money. It's about money, period, Mm -hmm. the end. Because they're not going to stop. I mean, they they have right now, um, you know, we've had a little break, but I guarantee you if they bring another Transformers movie, it would probably make another fucking billion dollars. I doubt it. You don't think so? Bumblebee did pretty good, I believe. Well, A, I think because of how movie theaters might be with this oh, pandemic. Right. Like, I, with how box offices are now going to be properly shot. You know, I've seen... That it's going to change how they're making movies now. I agree. We're not going to get... I think they're going to go the Apple route. Because uh, Apple doesn't give you how much they've made or how many they've sold unless they want to brag about it. The next iPhone, they're like the last iPhone was the most sold ever, blah, blah, blah. I think movies will do the same thing. If they go to like wonder woman, they're going to be doing streaming on HBO max and in theaters. Have you seen the new trailer by the way? I haven't. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see it. I think you knew that. Like mm. I it like, it looks a lot better than the first trailer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that first trailer, I was like, what the fuck is happening? I don't care. Why is she swinging from lightning bolts? Um, and there's nothing against Gal Gadot or anything. I just thought oh, yeah. the first movie was blah. Because people, I think, uh, it's kind of like The Incredible Hulk. People had such low, like a low ceiling for what they could do mm-hmm. with everything because of what DC's past has been. That a halfway competent movie came out and they were like, holy shit, this is it. This is where they, this is the jumping off point is Wonder Woman. But that whole last third of Wonder Woman sucked. And nobody wants to talk about that. Her bad guy fucking sucked. 
Yeah. Like DC needs to move away from the CGI bullshit. And they're obviously not with justice league. And I really hope. So I don't know if you heard the rumors, but apparently when justice league comes out, depending on how it does, they've already signed Ben Affleck to come back as Batman. And they want to make that justice league Snyder's cut be the first justice league. And they're going to make a justice league two based on that movie. And I'm like, you can't do that. That's not how that works because most people saw the original Justice League, and they're not going. And they're the not going to see the second one. Yeah. Like I'm glad that they're doing it because you'll you'll see his vision, whether it's good or not. But don't jump off. Don't make that the jumping off point. I can hope that Zack Snyder's cut is going to be better, but at the end of the day, it's still Zack Snyder, right? And I'm not the biggest fan of his work. Um, <clears throat> Early work. I mean, some of this stuff is good. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to cut down everything. But there's also a lot that he has a particular style that I just don't really agree with. And it's really prevalent when how he was trying to tell the story in Man of Steel. Right. Very dark and gritty. Yeah. And (laughs) I I, I just couldn't do it. And then, like, he let me down so much with Batman vs. Superman. And I'm just like, dude, like, you can tell better stories than this. I've well, seen it. You know, and it's it's funny because I believe I, I equate Zack Snyder to um, like an emo band that never grew out of their funk. So his his artistic style worked really well for the early 2000s mm-hmm. with 300 and stuff like that. that were, people were like, holy shit. But he hasn't stopped doing the same thing. Like most directors will have a feel to their movie, but they can evolve over time. Right? Like... You can look at a Steven Spielberg movie, very grand, mm-hmm. right? But it's changed over time. You can pick out two of his movies from two different decades, and they feel like different movies. Compared to Zack Snyder, you pick out anything from Zack Snyder's library, they feel exactly the same. They feel like yeah. they could be set in the same exact universe, and it's like, okay, don't do that. And him, his obsession with that shitty rendition of Hallelujah, by the way, is it has to stop. Like he used it already for a film. Don't use that again. Yeah. Don't don't be like, oh hey, I'm showing off my version of Justice League. Also, I'm gonna use this from uh, uh, Watchmen. I'm gonna use the same exact song to to show it off. I'm like, dude, this is the worst version of Hallelujah I've ever heard. Who is singing this? It's like he paid a homeless guy. Like he had a microphone on him, went to a, a bridge underneath, you know, in L.A. and was just like, hey, can you sing Hallelujah into this? And the guy was like, of course, man, five dollars. <laughs> you know? Of course, man. Uh. So, yeah, Zack Snyder, I guess, again, hundreds of people are touching this film. Does he not have better people around him? Like, maybe it's just his team. They just go, yeah, Zack, you're the best. And he just keeps trucking on and doesn't hear opinions from everybody else. Wait, I think I think Zack is, is doing the wrong movies. For and, what For what his style is. And the reason why I say that is because I don't think he should be doing superhero movies. However, I think he could do really good supervillain movies, just like kind of how they did with Joker. But imagine if they actually made like a Two-Face movie. But he was the director? He was the director. I'd have watched that, yeah. I could see him doing that extremely well. Um, And I I think that's the problem with DC is they're trying to be dark and gritty all the time. And Marvel is not that way. Right. And that's why they're successful. Well, I think uh, also... So I didn't I didn't really put two and two together when it came to this. I, I watch a lot of you know YouTube stuff on like why this didn't work or how this was filmed and stuff like that. So you can tell 
based on the complete color change and everything that Joss Whedon was heavily, you know, he heavily changed what Justice League was. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize, because if you watch Man of Steel and then you watch Batman vs. Superman and then you watch Justice League, the portrayal of Superman is changed. So you have dark and gritty Superman, you know, very stationary. Which, not, which really I think is a terrible idea. It was a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, you're right. But you already had that established. You can't just change it. And I'm going to tell you what I'm comparing it to. So you have those two dark and gritty Superman. I didn't realize how big of a difference the character had made in Justice League. Because it starts off with someone filming him, and he's like, this, is a, this symbol stands for hope on my world, you know? And he's very well lit. Like, his suit is very blue and red. Like, very, you know, he always has, like, these one-liners and stuff like that. I'm like, those didn't exist before. So why would that character change? It was like Rob Zombie's Halloween. He came out, had this movie. People liked it, but they were like, oh, we didn't make enough money. People watch it because it's your movie. So the second one, we're going to let you have complete creative control. And he just corrupts all the characters. It's like, no, no, no. You already had established characters. You can't just change them for the next movie. Right. So you don't do that. And then that's what happened with Joss Whedon taking over. I'm not saying it was a bad decision to have a preppy Superman. That's how he's supposed to be, you know, like the hope and all this different stuff. But you already had the dark and gritty Superman. You have to continue that if you're in the same universe. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I mean, like when it comes to like dark and gritty, there's very few superheroes that lend themselves to that. Batman being the number one. But when you get outside of that, there's very few in the DC universe that are that dark and gritty style. Like, you just can't really tell that story with those superheroes. Wonder Woman is a terrible idea, which is one of the reasons why the ending of Wonder Woman sucks, is because you try and tell a dark and gritty story with her and have a shitty villain at the end. Still trying to tell a dark dark and gritty story. Superman, he's America. Right. Okay? Like, you can't tell dark and gritty stories about America. It doesn't work. Not necessarily for patriotism, but that's just his framework. Right. No, I, like, I, I I agree. He's supposed to be everyone's hero, not this guy that's having to make sacrifices to do right by the city kind of thing. I'm like, right. what the fuck is this? Um, and, I mean, Superman, I think, is a terrible character on his own when it comes to, like, the Justice League because he really makes everybody else look pretty useless. Right. Besides, as was shown when they all tried to fight him, and he was like, nope. Well, and and... On top of that, they always tried to have, uh, and they made it worse in the movie, but in the cartoons and in the com- I'm assuming in the comic books, they had to where Batman had this contention plan, contingency plan for everybody. So if anybody went bad, he knew how to deal with them. Like he had a fucking lead box of kryptonite for <laughs> Superman. He had all this different stuff. And in the movie, they just made him look like a bitch, you know? And then the only thing I will say I appreciate about Zack Snyder is that he paid attention enough because I didn't pay attention to it. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that doesn't make sense. But whenever they asked him if he was going to have the scene uh, as soon as he rises back up of him like choking out Batman and he brings him close and he goes, do you bleed? Doesn't make sense because that Superman wouldn't know that Batman asked him that. Mm -hmm. That Superman's lost, right? His mind's in a cloud. So I really hope, like, Zack Snyder was like, no, I'm not going to have, that's a stupid fucking line, because he wouldn't have known. Well, let's take that a step further, <laughs> real quick. If his mind's in a cloud, how is he able to use all his powers right off the bat? Yeah, true. No, I, I, I'm i not going to disagree with you. Um, I mean, we'll get to see. Wouldn't he have a Zod moment like he did in Man of Steel? What do you mean? When Zod was getting. Oh, yeah, and then he, like, just laser-eyed, and he's like, whoa. 
And then he hears everything. He can't focus on anything because he doesn't know how to hone in his hearing skills. No, no, I, it, I like I'm 100 percent with you. So if the yeah, depending on how they handle it, like maybe he does remember them, and he's pissed off that he got put in the position that he got put in. You know what I mean? And then he goes crazy. Like th- that's always been something. Who I'm made sorry. his black suit though? Because <laughs> they do show that in the Zack yeah. Snyder cut is the black suit with the the silver S, and I'm like, who made that? Because mm-hmm. that suit that you had was from whatever long ago from Krypton. Right. This is one thing. I mean, this is totally absent of movies that I'm going to say, but I've never understood it. How do people that have like um, amnesia where they can't remember anything still are able to speak English? It's like super hardwired. Well, no, because there's those other people that, um, which always, that's always going to be a mystery to me until they like tell me otherwise. Have you ever seen those people that get like a good conk on the head? The porn accent syndrome. Yeah, well, well, yeah, but no, no, not even the accent. They'll start speaking like fluent Japanese. I'm like, and they've never like been around Japanese culture or anything. I'm like, how did that happen? You know what I mean? And don't be wrong, it could be like ghost stories where people mm-hmm. say it and you hear about it and you're like, oh, ghosts must be real, but you've never encountered it. So it's like, are they or are they? This is just like a fictional story. Like this guy learned Japanese, got conked on the head, and it's like, my time to shine, baby. You know. It- it makes no sense. I mean, there's so many mysteries in the world. Like, No, I agree, but it's just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to handle that. I, I can't wait to see, but at the same time, like, I don't have high hopes for Justice League. No. I all. mean, the Snyder Cut, I think, is going to be completely different. I think it's going to be better. It can't be worse. It can't. It 100% can't. Um, I like the fact that they're actually going to have Dark Side, maybe. Because uh, they showed him, but I'm like, is it a dream sequence? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they had that that whole dream sequence with Batman, and that was fucking dumb. That was Batman for Superman, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was yeah. Justice League or not. But yeah, the but him in like that trench coat, just fighting off those uh those things. I was just like, okay. But like DC doesn't know. Like uh, if Marvel says something about a character, they're either bunting themselves into the next movie so they can introduce that character and you go oh yeah we heard about that character before but like dc like backs himself in a corner when they do it because when they introduce flash do you remember when it was it was in uh batman vs superman wasn't it right or right. no it was in suicide squad was the first time they showed flash was it yeah when he got captain boomerang that was the introduction of flash oh was that before batman vs superman I think he, was, he wasn't in Batman versus Superman. He was only in the Justice League. With the no, 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 because they had the Flash thing. Remember, he like opened up a portal, like it showed it in oh, Bruce's the, dreams or whatever. It was at the very end, wasn't it? Or, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was so Batman versus Superman was the first time you see him. But it was a different actor because they didn't know who they wanted for the Flash. They were yeah. like, "Hey, maybe we'll open the door for the Flash." I'm like, "You didn't have to do that to open the door for the Flash." <laughs> you know what I mean? And then uh, uh, they showed that. I think I get so mixed up with the different movies, but they showed in. Uh, the trailer for Justice League, a little sticker on a subway thing of the Flash, but it's not the Flash; it's Wally West's Flash. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so what direction are you going to do it? So you're going to have your regular Flash, and then you're just going to have Kid Flash, or yeah, Kid Flash, right? Mm-hmm. You're just going to have Kid Flash pop up out of nowhere randomly, like he was never in the script, but you added him because you got your own cut now. Yeah, I mean, it makes no sense. I think. I hope Batman's done right. That's all I'm hoping for is that we go back to dark and gritty Batman. Not Batman oogling Superman when he's doing shit. He's like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. 
I wish I was that good. Well, he had like those one liners, like, oh, that hurt. I'm like, that's not Batman. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not Batman. It's not Ben Affleck's Batman. After what we saw in Batman vs. Superman. I still hate that people give him shit. Like, they still talk shit about Batman. Or Ben Affleck's Batman. I I agree with I fight for him. On Facebook, I'm that fucking keyboard warrior, dude, because people are like, well, we can all, you know, like, they'll have like an argument among themselves, and then they end it, and I fucking start that shit right back up because they go, we can all agree that Affleck's the worst Batman and, and uh, Christian Bale's the best Batman. I'm like, no, we the fuck cannot. I was like, Ben Affleck was a fantastic, like, just his presence was a good, like, a great Bruce Wayne, right? Yeah. And then his Batman was fucking demolishing people, mm-hmm. which was awesome to see. That Batman could take on any Batman that we've seen. Period, the end. Maybe not Michael Keaton, because he was kind of crazy. Well, I mean, I, I can't argue that Ben Affleck's the best Batman. I, I personally can't make that argument. Because it hasn't been shown. Right. But that's what I'm saying. But he has the potential. Like, if they actually gave him a good script. He, he actually, he is a Frank Miller Batman. Okay? And I don't think a whole lot of people would disagree with me that are actually comic book fans that Frank Miller's Batman is probably the best iteration of Batman all time. Just because those are the best stories. That's where the Dark Knight series comes from. Frank Miller was just one of the best illustrators and writers that DC ever had and he told the best Batman stories and I think Ben Affleck is the epitome of that style of Batman however there's enough to be said that Michael Keaton was the first person to really bring it to screen and which I always hate because they always get the most credit if you're the first person they're like I can't see anybody else doing this I'm like you can't see anybody else doing this like Robert Downey Jr. for Iron Man I really can't see anybody else doing it, but he's done it for so long. And I think that's why more than he did the first movie and was just such an amazing Iron Man that I was like, can't see anybody else doing it. Cause like the Hulk, everyone was like, Oh, Edward Norton was perfect. Right. And then you get Mark Ruffalo and Mark Ruffalo. I'm like, that's pretty close to perfect as you can get, man. Like Mark Ruffalo's got it down. I, I think, uh, I think a great example of that is with Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man. Now, what, which, wait, wait, wait. which way are you arguing? For Toby or against Toby? Against Toby. Okay. <laughs> and there's only one reason I argue against Toby. And it has everything to do with his age. Because he's like 40 years old in the first he's one? way too fucking old to be a high school kid. <laughs> way too old to be Everyone a high school kid. Everyone was. Flash was fucking uh, Deathstroke. What's his name? Um, Joe Magliano or whatever. Yeah. yeah, the dude's fucking six foot four, looks 30, and he's just like, I'm going to kick your ass, Spider-Man. Or I'm going to kick your ass, Peter Parker. And I'm like... Dude, Kirsten Dunst was like the only one that was close to right. being a high school and she student. She was still in her late twenties, right? And I was like, uh, and I, I agree. Now I enjoy the fuck out of those movies, but and this not, is what not I, three. This is what I was getting to is now looking at it, I can't see anybody else besides Tom Holland playing Peter Parker. I agree. Andrew Garfield never fit for me. I didn't. I didn't think he was awful. I thought his Spider Man was good. I think his Peter Parker was terrible. He was just like stuttering over his words. He's like, uh, uh, uh. The only thing I liked about him, and it wasn't him, it was the movie showing him that he was genius. Like he had the door lock that he created. You yeah. know what I mean? He created the web, the web slingers. I was like, oh, that's cool. Because like, you know, for Toby, they just came out of his arm. Right. And then for Tom Holland, he was gifted the shit from Iron Man, which was bullshit. Well, Toby, Toby, I think his his iteration of Peter Parker is probably the dumbest, as in as in the least intelligent, because. I would argue Andrew Garfield is the most intelligent. I would agree. Yeah, because Tom Holland's the most oblivious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tobey Maguire is the most idiotic, like easily tricked by stupid shit. But Tom Holland also talks the least amount of shit, which 
I have a problem with with his Spider-Man. Right, that's one. But but if you look at Andrew Garfield's, he talks the most amount, but really does it in the second one. Yeah, the second uh, Amazing Spider-Man two, which is by far I think the worst of the Spider-Mans, even worse than three, for me. I wouldn't know. Still haven't seen three to this day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it's bad. I'm not going to. There's <laughs> no reason. Have you to seen watch Amazing Spider-Man two though? Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. We watched it together. Oh, did we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, especially the the disrespect that they gave to Rhino. I was like, oh, Paul Giamatti's Rhino? Like, let's see how this worked out. And he was terrible. But I was like, oh, you know, Rhino. And then yeah. they just ended it on that. But, I mean, the, the Spider-Mans had their problems. And, like, when you go and look at all the other superheroes that they've unveiled, I mean, like, you, you look at Marvel. Chris Evans is Captain America. Don't get me wrong. Great Captain America, but I could see a dozen other guys doing it because guess what? Captain America is white bread as shit, and I love him. I love the characters to death. Can you imagine John Krasinski? John Krasinski could have been it. <laughs> Jensen Ackles could have been it. Um, you could have easily had uh, somebody like Tim Allen. <laughs> I'm joking, but yeah, you could have had like Tom Hardy play him if you would have if he would have dropped the English accent. Yeah, but like, oh, but I'm thinking more. He's kind of brutal. I'm thinking more like upstanding citizen kind of guy. Yeah. I mean, you could go you can go multiple ways with it. And like even going like with Thor. Chris Hemsworth is not the only person I think could play Thor. Yeah, apparently okay. Henry Cavill could have been a good Thor. You know what I mean? Like Could have been. I mean, with his work in The Witcher? Right, I mean, that's that's what I'm thinking of. Cuz yeah. like when I think of Henry Cavill, I immediately see him in Fallout or Superman. Like mm-hmm. not that big of a difference in look. But you see him in Witcher with longer hair, and I'm like, okay, that works. Because, yeah. like, I hated, um, like, Thor 1 is a terrible fucking movie. It's not good. It's bland. It's enjoyable. The first the first fight was awesome, right? And then it just goes down from there for some reason, like, action-pack-wise. That's because you got to tell the story of humans. But And they're not on demigod levels. But 2 was atrocious. 2 I put up there with some of the worst Marvel movies out there. Like they put in 2 it's just my, to introduce the ether. It's my number 2 for worst movie made by Marvel. What's number 1? It's Incredible Iron Man Hulk. 3. Oh, Incredible Hulk should be up there. Incredible no, Hulk the Incredible Hulk is 3 for me because it's I mean it's not that great. It's hard to rewatch. Yeah, it is. It really is after but, seeing a better Hulk now. But it's not impossible to rewatch. I'd rather watch Hulk than I'd watch Incredible Hulk to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I I hate Hulk, so yeah, it's bad, especially like anytime there's like an explosion or something like that. They just do the little comic book cutout bullshit. I'm like, why? I didn't, yeah, I didn't like the style they chose on it. But, but but they didn't have a template then. You know what I mean? At least they tried something different. Because like what movies came out before then? Blade, um, Batman, you know what I mean? Like the, what did they have? Spawn. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that many movies to like base it on. And like, okay, this is the template. Well, I mean, I, I had somebody argue to me. This wasn't too long ago that they were arguing that Captain Marvel is the worst Marvel movie. I didn't. I didn't hate it. It's not. I, I still haven't seen it. It's. So. It's not bad. Like it was stupid. It. It was. It was up there with the the stupidity of of Solo, when it comes to how did Nick Fury lose his eye? Mm-hmm. A fucking alien cat scratched it out. It's like what? <laughs> That's how he lost his eye. It's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. But when it comes to the character, people are like, oh well, Brie Larson was bland. Captain Marvel's fucking bland. Okay, she is incredibly powerful and has no known weaknesses. At least in the movies. I don't know if she does in the comic books. But, like, she... It, they even showed it in uh, Avengers Endgame. 
like she just went up to Thor or Thor. She went up to Thanos and just started like, you know, she stopped him from fucking snapping his fingers. She held his hand open and he's like, what the fuck? He had to pull the power stone out of the glove just to punch her away from him. You know what I mean? Like she's incredibly powerful. Right. And her backstory is not that great. Like they try to do the little trickery bullshit. I don't know. I'm not spoiling anything for you. Am I? I don't care. Okay. Nobody else does either. So I'm just going to go ahead and say this. So they start her with Jude Law, and she's this alien, and they hate these other aliens, right? Well, it turns out she's actually on the bad guy's side. They're the ones that kidnapped her and shit like that, and the other aliens are the good guys. So then she just flip-flops. That's her big arc. Yeah. Is that, I can't believe I've been lied to this whole time. You know, my mentor died because of you. This is your fault. And then she goes ham, and now she's Captain Marvel. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it didn't matter. Right. Like, that movie didn't have to be made, really. I think Marvel needs to back off on that kind of thing. Like, not everybody needs their own movie. Like, Black Widow. I don't need to see a Black Widow movie. Am I going to see it? Probably. No. But I'm actually interested in it. But her story ended. They're yeah. not bringing her back. So what the fuck does she need a solo movie for? Because if, if it does well, guess what? We're going to get two more of them for no reason. All happening before the Avengers or maybe intertwined in the Avengers. No, there's no point. So they don't need to have it for each one of their heroes. Cause like, I mean, like Hawkeye never got a movie. He's getting one though. Oh, is he? He's getting this show on oh, Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Loki, Hawkeye, and like the only one that makes sense to me is WandaVision. WandaVision is an interesting thing because she never got her own movie. So make it a TV show about her and Vision's thing. Like that's cool. I like that a lot. Um, especially if 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 Quicksilver doesn't show up in it once, I'll be kind of disappointed because it's like, are you really so in love with a robot you don't remember your dead brother? <laughs> like, um. But yeah, it's it's. Well, I mean, I would hope now that Marvel owns the X Men series that they would actually do something with. Uh, cannot wait. With actually changing a little bit to Scarlet Witch's character. What that Magneto's her father. I would love for them to actually do that. It'd be really hard for them to squeeze that in. Like they should have opened it up a little bit more instead of scientists did experiments on these these twins, mm -hmm. and that's what they got. You know what I mean? But we'll see. They could have been like, oh yeah, by the way, Magneto was a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason, well, and he was helping these guys out. It, it, it's easily explainable. Or no, and, they, and they the, weren't Nazis; they were just Hydra, right? They were Hydra. Okay. Which I mean, the yeah, super expansion Nazi, of yeah, super Nazi. Um, but no, I mean, it would make sense even if you even threw that in there that you know Magneto's her father because that would give you a reason as to why she survived the experiments. Right. Well, see, and uh, that would be fine with me. Like if she was just a normal human, but she was the spawn of Magneto, and that's why she was able to survive. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But if they go oh, she had these powers laying dormant in her and they just brought it out. Well, actually, that's fine, too. That's that's also fine. If maybe, like, you know, she needed something to, like, spark the fire or whatever. But it was just, it'd be hard because, like, the best joke they've made of that was in Days of Future Past. And he's like, you know, my mom used to know a guy that could control metal. And I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like the it John works. Redcorn of that story. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Wanda is in that scene, too. Yeah, but she's a little girl. Yeah. I was like, what the, f you know? She was young. Was she controlling something? No, right? No. Because their mutations don't show up until they're like 13. Okay. I, I couldn't remember if she was controlling something or not. I, I guess it was in, oh yeah, no. When they showed the uh, the end scene where it shows the two experiments. What did they call them? They didn't call them mutants. They called them uh, miracle children. Miracle children. Yeah, when it shows her levitating stuff and then it shows her brother bouncing back and forth between the walls. I forgot about that. Because it's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, and he was such a bad. I, like, I, there are people that actually prefer him 
over Evan Peters. I'm like, how? Which is dumb. Yeah, and I'm like, bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> then they insert themselves into a conversation. His name Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson, right? Yeah. yeah. Kick ass. Kick ass. That's what he's known for. And he was fine in kick ass. You know who else was fine in kick ass? Evan Peters. Yeah. Yeah. He was his best human friend. Nicholas Cage's best role, Big Daddy. <laughs> More like ass kick. <laughs> Do you see his new movie that's coming out, by the way? Probably. Dude, it looks so fucking terrible. They're like fighting like robot and it looks like Power Rangers. Mm. <laughs> it's him and uh um Tony Ja. Remember him? Like he was gonna be the next big thing. He's like a martial artist. He was gonna be like the next Jackie Chan and it just never took off here in the States. Oh, he had the he, protector. He got, was he the dude in Ninja Assassin? No. No, the protector. The movie The Protector. I don't remember. He's just, he's really good. He's the, uh, I'm sure you remember this from the preview. There's this guy like driving a four-wheeler at him and then he runs up a glass wall and jumps over it and then the guy goes through it. And I'm like, why was that glass wall there though? <laughs> you know? um, For the shot. Yeah. That's why it was literally, because it's in the middle of a warehouse. It's low, it's like a room overlooking the warehouse, but it's not an office. It's just another part of the warehouse. I'm like, they did not have that glass there. I promise you that. They have some shitty metal railing and that's it. Not not to get too far off no, topic, no, yeah, you're good. but you, you brought up this martial arts thing. I've been in this kind of martial arts hole on YouTube recently. and Like real martial arts? Kind of. Uh, <laughs> Is it wrestling? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, it's actually a conspiracy theory, if you're op- game to hear it, about coronavirus. Since 2017, there's this dude in Japan or in uh, China. His name is Zhu Zhaodong, who has been he he was like the forefather of MMA in China. He opened the first ever MMA gym there. He, you know, has been preaching that MMA is the best thing ever. But Chinese government is going through this resurgence thing where they're trying to promote uh, Tai Chi and Wang Chung as like traditional Chinese values that everybody needs to uphold almost to the point where you have to become a master of Tai Chi to graduate some Chinese high schools. And all right then. And this dude has been challenging Tai Chi masters and absolutely bodying them. Like the first fight he had was with this guy who is one of the Tai Chi grandmaster, or I think he was Wang Chung grandmaster. The fight lasts 20 seconds before he got knocked out. But this is not real. This is 100% real. Oh, it's real. Okay. This is 100% real. Well, you said kind of. No, no, no. The, the, the conspiracy is what's kind of. Oh, okay. gotcha. So anyway, so he's been spending since 2017 fighting all these different masters and beating the sh- he hasn't He hasn't come close to losing once. There was one draw that ever happened. And the reason why it happened is in the first two minutes of the fight, he had knocked down the other master about six times. And the Chinese government got tired of it. And so they called the match and then called it a draw even though the other guy was bloodied and had a broken nose and like was super fucked up. He later went on the dude, the master that lost. He later went on to say that the reason why he lost is because the uh, venue didn't give him enough rice to eat. And so he was, he was not at full capacity, but nobody buys the shit. So anyway, um, they do all this stuff, all this different stuff to Zhu. Like they take down his uh, social credit score, which I don't know if you know anything about Chinese government and social credit scores. Essentially, when you get a low enough social credit score, and you get it for essentially being a bad person is why it goes down, such as you accrue debt or you're doing oh, things okay. to piss off the government or so stuff like that. it's like driver strikes on 18-wheelers. Kind of. Um, but when you get them, it, it can, if it lowers down to a certain point, you can't use an airplane. You can't use high-speed trains. So he's just fucked. So he had to, he had to go to a fight, 
across China that took him 36 hours to get to that he had to ride a train where he couldn't sleep or anything to lose. And he won oh, the I fight. Thought, I thought it was like men to no, lose. And he, and he won. They were trying to get him to lose oh, okay. everything they could do. Um, he, he even had to he had to start fighting in clown Chinese clown makeup. He had to change his name. Um, they were doing anything they could to try and knock this guy down and like make sure he couldn't do it. But he has not lost. And some people are theorizing to stop him, the Chinese government released coronavirus, so they didn't have so no more fights could happen, and they put everything in lockdown. And the other side of it too that has come out is a lot of officials that are really anti Chinese government have all, has started to go missing since coronavirus has come out. And they they could just draw it up as oh it's a coronavirus death. Yeah, they're they're in quarantine. Yeah. So I I've been <clears throat> like really interested in this whole story. It's very fascinating. And he is still like pissing them off by like talking about people that are missing. He's like yo my reporter friend has been missing blah 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 and they're like dude shut the fuck up. Because they can't get rid of him. Because it would make no sense to get rid of him. Next time. <laughs> well, we'll try not to talk about politics. Right. And also Marvel movies. We always default back to Marvel movies, which is great. You know, everybody likes Marvel movies. I mean, shit. It's just... Well, when it comes down to Marvel movies, is like it's easy to talk about because I know everybody's seen them. Yeah. That, that is fair. And like, like it does, it's not so niche. Well, uh, yeah, not anymore. Yeah. Um, and that's what... It, it's not a bad thing. I'm sure I would hear a complaint like, can you guys stop fucking talking about Marvel movies if, if it was a problem? Uh, but it's just so funny because there's so many things out there that are good that aren't Marvel, but like you said, they don't have the... I mean, like, how many times have you talked to somebody where you were, you know, t- describing an actor or something like that, and then you default to describing who they were in Marvel? Because... Everybody's in Marvel. Everybody's everybody's in Marvel, and everybody's seen Marvel. That or Star Wars. Yeah. It's pretty easy to go back. You know, if, if I'm like uh, Liam Neeson, they're like, Liam Neeson? I'm like, Qui-Gon Jinn. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taken. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, well, yeah, or Taken. But Taken, that's one of those movies. Um, that's when people were like, oh, I miss the 80s. You know, the action hero. Taken was that kind of movie. Did it really have that big of a story? No, his daughter was kidnapped, and he's going to kill everyone that stopped him. Just like John Wick. Just like John Wick, just Dog like was killed. Equalizer. I've never seen the Equalizer. I'm not a big fan of Denzel Washington, man. I, like, I actually like the Equalizer. I didn't care for the second one. I, I like the first one. I didn't know there was a second one. I know, well, like he's like a, just a total badass, right? Yeah. Yeah, because like the only thing I think I can't even name three Denzel Washington movies. I know Book of Eli was fantastic. I love that. Um, American Gangster. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's good in those, but he's just Denzel Washington. I don't think he's a great actor. Just like Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's amazing. I love seeing him on film, but he's not a good actor. He's Morgan Freeman and everything. Yeah. He has that iconic voice. I mean, that's right. what, that, that's that's what his thing. To it. James Earl Jones is the same way, but I feel like, because uh, like, I don't think Darth Vader is anything like he was in uh, Field of Dreams. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So he had a little bit of range, but because he has that voice, you can't really separate the characters. Like Johnny Depp, as much as I don't like Johnny Depp, like I like a couple of his characters, he is a fucking chameleon. You know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, that's Johnny Depp right there. You know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of surprising because he can do anything from Kitty Raper and Willy, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, and then he's Jack Sparrow. Stark contrast. Fuck Jack Sparrow. You don't like Jack Sparrow? It's fine. I, I didn't like that they drew it out so long. Like the first movie fantastic fun adventure movie 
for the whole family. I don't know. We we could spend almost an hour talking about the whole ja- Johnny Depp and Amber Heard stuff and how that's blown up out of proportion now. We could talk about that next time. There you go. Write it down in the books. That's what we're going to talk about next time. All right. Anyway, I'm not doing it. Well, you can do it. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Holiday, do you have any final words? Don't die, everybody. There you go. <laughs> All right, see you guys on the next one.